What is the difference between your experience of existence and that of a saint? The saint knows that the spiritual path is a sublime chess game with God and that the beloved has just made such a fantastic move that the saint is now continually tripping over joy and bursting out in laughter and saying, I surrender. Whereas, my dear, I am afraid you still think you have a thousand serious moves. Greetings. Welcome back to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. This is mm, an occasionally comedic, debatably comedic, occasional podcast about mysticism, spirituality, magic, and more. Welcome back. There's no herb of the day today. I didn't feel like it. So on this season of A Thousand Serious Moves, which is the eternal season, I have been going through the magical and practical uses of herbs and spices. However, as aforementioned, today I decided to pick up the microphone without further preparation. Since the episodes have been a bit sporadic, because I feel like I have to have a a poem written for an herb or a spice, and to be quite honest, I'm kind of tired of doing that. But we'll continue on, you know, with this perennial eternal season and call this a bonus episode, which is really just an episode. And every episode is a bonus episode, depending on how you look at it. So, um, Halloween is coming up next week. Happy Halloween, I suppose. Have you been venerating your ancestors lately? (laughs) I had an incident the other day at work where was two incidences. It was on a Saturday. I had somebody come in who was wearing a hat that said overhead door company on it. And um, my dad, before he passed away, owned a garage door company. And before he owned his own business, he used to work for this company called Overhead Door, which has this very distinctive red logo, like a banner that says Overhead Door. And so I had a customer come in on a Saturday who was wearing a hat that said Overhead Door. And I thought, that's so oddly specific. And then the next day, On that Sunday, I had another customer come in who was wearing a shirt that said overhead door on it, which, 
you know, how, d- how does one interpret such, such events other than to say, oh, well, the, the ancestors are with us. The veil is thin. My boyfriend asked if I was going to be doing anything, going to visit any ofrendas for Halloween. Um, I don't know why I would go somewhere outside of my own home to venerate the ancestors to whom I honor in my own room. I have the door open here at work and it's been a pretty quiet day or maybe I'm just now being aware of the noise of the traffic going by as I'm recording so maybe you hear some cars coming and going. I have a poem that I'm gonna read that I wrote. She stuck out her tongue, the handicapped gypsy, wielding her blade to protect from the evil eye, her mirroring jewels dangling from the cloth to tell your fortune. But most of the time, it's what you already know, but the question's still looming. Will the gypsy herself also find love? Who tells the fortune of the fortune teller when so many nearby are controlled by the archons? Where is the man who's master of his own fate, who takes responsibility for his own actions? and acts with integrity and uprightness? Is this what the gypsy desires? Integrity and uprightness? Who tells the fortune of the fortune teller? Or does she simply interpret her own dreams? A dog bows down to its master. An oak tree waves its leaves, and there's a flood approaching. Glory be to the God of Israel, merciful and often displeased. Divorced from his wife, Asherah, the sword removed from the scabbard, and injustice still prevails. Who will return the sword to its scabbard? Who will give glory to the Most High God? The unassuming shepherd singing songs on his lyre, his son conjuring demons, or his predecessors hiring necromantic witches to tell them their fate. What happened to the queen of Sheba or the queen of heaven? A light 
to guide us by day. All hail the Queen of Heaven. All hail the Holy Sabbath Bride. Be our light, O Mother Sophia. For even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Well, it turns out that I got COVID last week and I'm feeling much better. I'm still recovering a little bit. I realized this morning that I had lost my sense of smell. But what are you going to do? Keep going, I suppose. I have another poem that I wrote while missing my friend Scotty Peterson, who passed away last year. And we were very good friends for a while. And I wrote this poem to process. I have had a friend, a friendly friend with famous fame, a fantastic flame from Friday to Friday, frying turkey and pecking duck my heart still sinking when I call taking acid and going with you to Ranch 99. I miss my friend Scotty Peterson. For better or worse, you'd ask me if I'd ride or die taking Adderall and smoking weed from tinfoil. I still can't really believe that you're gone. And even this season, and in this weather, if I could reverse the clock back just a little, because the memory is still so fresh in my mind. Remember when life was simpler, and so promising, we truly could have had it all. So why didn't we? Why is it so baffling when chaos takes over? When we surrender to a quick high that never seems to be enough and often seems like the only option. There but for the grace of God go I Continuing to miss you, like I was the only true friend that you had. I could open my mouth and go on living, trying to consume the good times of the past, but they weren't really that good though, were they? We were just always kind of high, and at the time... That was enough. As time passes, for me, this is Amanda talking, not 
the poem. Um, as time passes and I learn that maybe there doesn't have to be um, a clear conclusion to life. I, that sounds fake. Let me be more specific that I don't have clear closure on my friend Scotty passing away and I don't have clear closure on when I lived in New York. I don't have clear closure about when I decided I wasn't going to do stand-up comedy anymore and I don't have clear closure on what I, I think are particular events throughout my life and realizing that it's just, I'm just continuing on. I've had a few dreams lately of wishing that I could be in the past, but with the information that I have now. I know I've been kind of silent lately and putting out a new episode is practice for me to be more vocal again and to reassert myself with this voice that I have when I know that I'm supposed to be sharing something with you. And though I'm not quite sure what it is, if it's anything but poetry, or maybe just a moment of peace to have something playing in the background to bring relief I have a lot of clients who come to me with large questions like what is my purpose and I've yet to get a clear answer from the cards. Often what comes up in these readings of one's purpose just end up saying that it's whatever you choose. have another poem something is happening in the fall 
with the thoughtful impulse of the push of a pin pulling me deeper into the abyss, unafraid of annihilation after all. If I'm willing to let anything go and relish the cold hard concrete ground with the sound of Mario Brothers in the foreground, For one brief moment, extending my stay to say, I finally feel good enough, whereas yesterday I would have said something different, comparing myself to Dave Chappelle or a freelance journalist. One thing I do know, however, is that when the veil is thin, My ancestors visit me, and when it's thick, I visit them, mixing myself with mists and candles, glamorizing the inner flame for a few thousand followers like I'm Jesus or St. Martha the Dominator, my foot on a serpent, defending myself or my loved ones, For the sake of what is holy and good, to know the will of God. If only every moment felt as magical as it seems. What a gift to be visited by the goddess. And maybe that's the entire point, to be familiar with the abyss and resist the compulsion to compare myself or control an outcome or cower to any man or woman like my mom, that I'd live my life well-balanced, still refining am I from silver to gold. And isn't that just the way, still refining, am I, from silver to gold? And maybe I hold my tongue a bit too much, but they say that you can't put an old head on a young body and I'm barely 36 so to position myself as something other than a poet to say that I would know one thing or the other to assert such a position to tell you how to live your life or what to do is frankly quite absurd <clears throat> or to apologize for being one way or the other or to say that I'm somehow more special than you or that you're more special than me or 
to say that it's okay to be compassionate and it's okay to have clear boundaries and I don't have to agree with everything that somebody says particularly a person of a certain age a pattern that I've noticed is that I will sometimes allow some people of a certain age to have too much of my attention um, just because somebody's older doesn't mean that they know more I've been learning this over the past while that just because somebody's older doesn't mean that they know more. Sometimes they do, but sometimes I can have discernment myself. And I can gather information, find what resonates, and make my own decisions because some people will take all of my attention if I allow them to and I don't have to allow them to and it's not rude to set a boundary it's not rude to say okay that's enough And if someone interprets that as rude, well, maybe they were being rude for not respecting my time and attention. Well, I think that might just be enough information for today. And I thank you for listening. Subscribe and share with your friends. And I will be back soon with more poetic musings here on A Thousand Serious Moves. And I hope you have um, a good day. As <laughs> I hope you have whatever it is that you would like to have. Protection, blessings, be safe out there. Um, if you need anything, send me an email, htxoracle at gmail.com. Come on by Mother Mary Spiritual Goods in Marfa, Texas at 903 West San Antonio. Okay, I'll talk to you soon.